Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from Brian Johnson, how he is getting biologically younger, selling his company for $800 million, and more, my first million with Sam Parr and Sean Puri. Check out my first millions episode page and show notes. Intro. Brian Johnson, underscore Johnson, is the founder slash CEO of Kernel and Blueprint, and founder of OS Fund and Braintree. Brian Johnson joins Sean Pori and Sam Parr to talk about bootstrapping Braintree, making brain data mainstream via Kernel and his Blueprint blog, where he's trying to reverse his biological age. Host, Sean Pori, at Sean VP, Sam Parr, the, Sam, Parr. What's my age again? Brian is trying to reverse his biological age, your organs, blood, etc. faster than the chronological age, how old you are, goes up. Could he live forever? He is blogging and sharing everything along the way, blueprint blog. He is 45 years old, chronological age. Biologically, he is a few hundred different ages. The age of your heart is represented by a few dozen markers, the same thing goes for other parts of the body. We are actually a collection of a very large number of markers because different parts of the body age at different speeds. Life choices and environment also affect that. Background starting W slash Braintree. When Brian was 21, he decided to do something meaningful for humanity. He grew up reading a bunch of biographies, over 200 biographies, especially historical biographies. The books helped him gain an understanding of reality that was much more nuanced and sometimes contrary to the mainstream narrative. Quote, always reject the first narrative that's offered and understand it not for a factual statement, but as a wishful attempt to be accepted. Brian Johnson. Eventually, he found a job selling credit card processing services door-to-door and became their number one salesperson in a couple of months. The Big Startup Opportunity. He had enough money from selling door-to-door to hire a team of software engineers to start Braintree, 11 months of working. PayPal had grown up during the internet but they kinda stopped innovating for a few years, developers didn't have the tools they liked. Braintree landed a big deal early on with OpenTable. OpenTable started accepting credit cards to increase the likelihood that the person would show up for the reservation. However, they didn't want to store the credit card information because they had compliance issues. Braintree built a custom solution that allowed them to store credit card data on their side. They built the payment system from scratch after OpenTable. They expanded it to more general merchants. They got clients like Airbnb and Uber. They grew very quickly and got to the point where high-tech companies wanted to use their software. System deconstruction and reconfiguration door-to-door sales. Selling credit card processing services was out of financial necessity, but it introduced Brian to the world of payments. The thing that he enjoyed the most about sales was getting in and figuring out the system. It was never about doing the high-pressure sales tactics, trying to manipulate, perfect a skill, etc. The world of payments in 2007 was defined by distrust. When a business owner got their monthly credit card invoice, it was so complicated that they had no idea what was going on. The providers made it even more complicated in how they report. The whole situation created an opportunity for people to be deceptive and create high commissions. Figuring out the system within the world of payments in 2007, three things businesses were looking for. Honesty be honest, trustworthy, and transparent. 
education, give the customer a clear understanding of their options, help them choose the right company. Reliable service, be reliable and competent, give an amazing experience. Once you figure out the system, it was easy to solve. The moment you walk it into a store, they know you are not a customer, how you walk, the way you dress, etc. You are there to sell something and they immediately hate you. How did Brian overcome this animosity from the get-go? He offered them $100 for one minute of their time, and if they say no to him, they could keep it. How did he sell? Telling them the basic principles. Honesty, transparency. They don't want to deal with deception, machine leases, changing everything again and again. System deconstruction and reconfiguration, the same skill set he tried to build again and again via every business he built, walking into a new world, trying to figure out what is going on, trying to deconstruct the system and maneuver within it. Financial plans and life changes. He didn't have a long list of things he wanted to buy. Even his most aggressive expectations of how life would change weren't even close. Your relationship with the world fundamentally changes power dynamics. Three important things on what it means to have money and how to best navigate this. Transparency of intent. Establish why you are doing what you are doing and the roles you are going to play with each other. Utilize it wisely, not on acquiring frivolous things but on solving fundamental problems of your time. Have an identity independent of your wealth. What does Brian do with his money? Cash is king. Liquidity is really important for entrepreneurs. Moving into science, could we build a global biological immune system? We have a software immune system, but we do not have these same capabilities in biology, genetics, etc. We can't deploy millions of people who can engineer biology at a moment's notice. Brian wants to invest in companies that would serve as the foundational building blocks for humanity, building an infrastructure to engineer atoms, molecules, and organisms. It would be amazing if we had these capabilities in case of another pandemic, the biological infrastructure of detection, vaccine creation, remediation, etc. Key companies Brian invested in. Ginkgo Bioworks, one of his first investments, the engineering of microorganisms, mRNA vaccine. New matte metal organic frameworks, MOFs. Catalog storing information in DNA Nature's hard drive. Brian wanted to understand the engineering of science so it was a great educational experience for him to go deep into the trenches with many different PhDs. Kernel, brain measurements for everyone. The idea behind Kernel, make brain measurements mainstream. Quote, we have the technology to measure almost everything about ourselves in a fairly routine way except for our brains. Brian Johnson. Wearables are a familiar concept. We wear them on our bodies and they give us data like sleep stats, respiration rate, heart rate, cardiovascular expenditure, etc. These data are easy to acquire and we use this information to better understand our health. Currently, we can't do that for our brains. Are you in the early stages of cognitive decline? Do you have anxiety? What kind? Do you have depression? What is your emotional reaction to things? Quote, most people think that their self-awareness is basically the center system that captures their brain because I am conscious and because I can feel when I have a headache it is a robust enough sensor system to do it and that is not correct. Brian Johnson. So much happens in our brain that we are not aware of and there's so much data in our brain that is informative. Colonel built a neural imaging helmet called the Colonel Flow. 
Kernel flow uses light to measure brain activity and the brain activity patterns are very informative. What does ketamine do to your brain? We can't yet give a precise answer. Subjective self-assessment, your memory state, you don't really know. This measurement system is basically meant to standardize the measurement of the brain. A big part of the challenge was to identify the technology that can be built that makes brain measurement mainstream and find the applications for early markets. We are accustomed to the idea of society having engineering standards. We know that when we buy an appliance it's going to fit through our front door. We know that the door size is standard and the appliance size is standard. We have millions of invisible standards like these in our society but have very few for our brains because we can't efficiently measure. We know the appropriate timing for green, red, and yellow light because we know the reaction time of humans to lights, breaking power, stop times. This is because we have data, and we do not have engineering standards around the brain. There is no measurement of cognitive decline, depression, anxiety, etc. We begin with measurement, and once you have numbers, ecosystems form around that. With numbers, there is an opportunity to build solutions around those problems. Brian Johnson's Blueprint Blog How to Make Humanity Thrive Blueprint is the best answer he came up with and the best practical idea. Blueprint is not about health, wellness, and anti-aging. Like it can seem from the outside perspective, it's a philosophical endeavor for the future of intelligence. The thought experiment behind Blueprint, would you accept an algorithm telling you what you eat and when you eat to obtain perfect health? The measurements of our heart, liver, lungs, and DNA methylation patterns directly ask for what we need via data. Brian wonders why we accept this ferocious social system that asks everyone to commit self-harm. Walking into the grocery store is violence via the representation of advertising and ingredients and sugar. When we walk into the grocery store, quote, we're sized up against algorithms, it's a totally unfair match in a society where we just gleefully allow this self-harm and so the individual is pitted against algorithms and capitalism like, good luck individual. Brian Johnson Trying to win this game with willpower is a losing game. Brian had a problem with overeating every day and every night at 7 p.m. he would overeat. Now he only eats what his body asks for according to data and science. This is a big deviation from how society is structured right now. Our minds have unquestioned authority in deciding what we eat. Blueprint changes that and gives all the incentives to the body. The mind has zero authority. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.